بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين in Surah At-Tawbah which is a significant anomaly of a surah in several ways the most famous of ways is the fact that it does not begin with the Basmala it does not begin with Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim out of all of the 114 surahs this is the only one that does not begin with it Interestingly enough, elsewhere in the Qur'an, in Surah An-Naml, in Surah 27, you have a second Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, innahu min Sulaiman wa innahu Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. So in totality in the Qur'an, there, there is the number of 114, but the way that you get to that number is not specifically by counting the Basmala before each Surah. So from the beginning, you, by noticing the absence of the Basmala, from the beginning, Allah is grabbing our attention that this surah is going to be different. There are going to be certain things mentioned within this surah that are going to be different and they're going to be highly contextual. And you, you notice that from the beginning of the surah until the end. Within this surah, Allah mentions to the Prophet ﷺ. We have a hadith from the Prophet ﷺ in which he said, mu'min." To, 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 to protect yourself in a sense to fear the farasa, the insight of the believer, because the believer sees with nur, with light from Allah Azza wa Jal. No one is going to have better insight than the Prophet himself, Regarding the Prophet himself, Allah still says that there were hypocrites in Medina. لا تعلمهم نحن نعلمهم سنعذبهم مرتين You don't know who they are, but we know who they are. This is Allah using the royal we. And they're, 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 they just they, they have a whole lot to answer for, basically. You don't know who they are, but we know who they are. This is what Allah is telling the Prophet ﷺ. They, they did such a good job, especially some of them more than others, perfecting their external appearance, their external clothing, their external even language, what they're saying and how they're saying it, so on and so forth. But internally, they were completely bankrupt. There was nothing that was really there. So the outside was there, but for the inside, there was nothing there. Now you have different degrees as it relates to hypocrisy. The, these ayat are really regarding those who are 10 out, of a, 10 out of 10, meaning they consciously chose to go down that path and they would intentionally put up that front so they could blend in with the Muslim community in order, in order to cause them harm from the inside out. There, you had Quraysh, you had Kufar from Quraysh, for example. They were a massive threat externally. But then internally, look at the Battle of the Trench. Outside of the city, you have these massive numbers. But then internally, you have the hypocrites turning on the Muslims, and you have Banu Quraysh also turning on the Muslims. So there, there was this internal, this internal cancer, if you will. And Allah says, in their hearts there is a disease, and Allah causes their, their disease to increase. فِي قُلُوبِهِمْ مَرَضٌ فَزَادَهُمُ اللَّهُ مَرَضًا and for them, there's an extremely painful punishment which they used to reject. Maybe they would think to themselves that because we're Muslim by name, we don't have to worry about this punishment. That must be for them, it's not for us. Allah is saying, no, no, no. If the glove fits, if the shoe fits, so to speak, then there may, there may very well be held to pay. We ask Allah to protect all of us from the Amir Abdul Hanani. I want to tie this in with the fact that tomorrow is Jum'ah. Tomorrow is Jum'ah. When it, when it came to, for example, especially earlier on, when it came to Jum'ah, you have, if you look at the example of Abdullah ibn Ubay ibn Salul, 
the leader of the hypocrites, the chief of the hypocrites. He wasn't just a hypocrite, he was like the, the, the top and the worst level. He would be in the front. Now the Prophet taught us, no doubt, the front row, there's a lot of virtue, a lot of reward, no question. So he leaned into that, but with the wrong intentions. And he would stand up just to get attention and tell people, quiet down, quiet down, the Prophet is coming when the Prophet would approach the mimbar. He was only doing that for attention, to show his face. He just, why, why did he have that approach? What did he have in his heart against the Prophet ﷺ? Before the Prophet was brought to Medina, he was about to be made the political leader of Medina. He was about to be, because there was a void. He was about to be chosen as the king of Medina. But then they decided instead to bring the Prophet ﷺ, the best of humanity, with the best heart ever. They brought him, and he wasn't, he wasn't just involved. He was at the top of the food chain, the top of the pyramid. Because of that, he had it in for the Prophet from the beginning until he eventually died. And when you go through the seerah, especially in Medina, you see that he was constantly a thorn in the side of the Prophet and in the side of the Muslims. So bad, so much so to the extent that the most forgiving, Al-Ghafur, Al-Ghafir, Al-Ghafar, the most forgiving, Allah has many names regarding how forgiving he is. Allah tells the Prophet, وَلَا تَقُمْ عَلَىٰ قَبْرِهِ For him, don't pray his janazah. استغفر لهم أولا تستغفر لهم إن تستغفر لهم سبعين مرة سبعين is for emphasis لا يغفر الله لهم سبحان الله the Prophet رحمة للعالمين his response was if I knew that if I asked for forgiveness for him more than 70 times and he would be forgiven then I would do it عليه الصلاة والسلام look at the grace of the Prophet عليه الصلاة والسلام his son was a sincere believer whose name was also Abdullah he came to the Prophet and asked him, can you please you know, give me your shirt, your shroud, so he can be wrapped in it when he's buried. I mean, he, his son knew about all these issues, but he, he's seeking barakah from the Prophet The Prophet, out of the graciousness of his heart, he gives it. He agrees, And he was about to go to lead the janazah, but then Allah revealed and Allah commanded him not to. Allah commanded him not to. And Allah told him, don't seek forgiveness for him. Even if you do, the most forgiving is saying, even then I'm not going to forgive him. Don't stand on his grave, don't, which, is, which is epic when you think about it in a, in a scary way. What was the main difference though? What's the silver lining in all of this? What was the main difference between him and, and the other hypocrites and the Sahaba radiallahu anhum? Both praying in the same masjid, behind the same Imam, the Prophet What was the main difference? The internal state. The internal state. Both of them said, our Lord is Allah. But the difference was one of them lived, one of them had one group focused on their character and their rahmah and their, 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 their compassion. So internally there is a lot of time, effort and work in terms of tazkiyah, dhikr, Qur'an, etc. and benefiting from it. But for the other group there was the external appearance but there was nothing internally. How does this tie in with Jum'ah? That it's not just... It's not just about the external appearances, although that does have its time and its place to look nice, to smell nice, so on and so forth. But in the heart, what is the intention before going? And then how do I conduct myself before going to Jum'ah, during Jum'ah, and then also afterwards? Again, to circle around and to conclude, the main difference between these two very different, these starkly different groups of people, the main difference was internally, the main difference was the heart. The claims were the same. Our Lord is Allah. The Prophet is our Prophet, Islam is our deen. But the difference 
one focus on purifying their hearts and the other, the other group did not and they neglected it. We ask Allah to protect us from that. We ask Allah to grant all of us sincerity. We ask Allah to forgive all of our mistakes and to gather all of us in Firdaus Amirul Alamin. Wa akhir alhamdulillah.